Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Podcast Network Asia. Annyeong mga K-drama pamangkin! It's Tuesday again, so your K-drama tita is back for another K-drama chismisan. And if this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast! And welcome to the last part of my mini-series all about the K-dramas on Disney+. Why am I doing this? Well, because you see, for years now, streaming apps, which are the main source of K-dramas for K-drama addicts like you and me, have been dominated by Netflix and View, especially in the Philippines. Netflix and Viki naman sa ating mga nasa North America. But last year, 2022, Disney Plus was officially launched finally launched in the Philippines. Since then, I have always wanted to do a mini-series just to explore what Disney can offer and basically see if there are K-dramas in there that makes it worth subscribing for you and me. And nandito na nga tayo sa finale ng aking mini-series. So we've talked about Big Bet, which is an action crime K-drama, which is primarily set in the Philippines. Woohoo! <laughs> and last week, we talked about Kiss, Six Sense, which is a K-League series that my rom-com K-drama fans out there need to check out. And now, for your our last Disney Plus K-drama, ayoko man siyang panoorin, pero it's only fair that I also check out what Disney can offer in terms of horror and or sci-fi K-dramas. And yes, kahit tita na po ako, malaking duwag pa rin po ako pagdating sa panonood ng mga horror na yan. Kaya, kaya ko yung madudugo, pero yung mga horror, just ko po ayoko. Pero para sa inyo mga pamangkin, push natin yan. Kaya naman, welcome to the K-Drama Review of Disney Plus, Connect. Connect is a K-Drama about Ha Dong So, who is an immortal human known as a Connect. He was living his peaceful life when he was suddenly kidnapped by a gang of organ harvesters. And while being operated, Dongso suddenly woke up and tried to escape but unfortunately left out one of his eyes. Yes, you heard me. Mata. <laughs> Tumayo, tumakbo, naiwan ng mata. <laughs> See how crazy that plot is? Anyway, he then discovers that his eye was transplanted to a serial killer. So in order to protect further victims, Dongsu pursues the serial killer. So the K-drama stars one of my top 10 oppa, Jung Hae-in, as Ha Dongsu. Along with him is another oppa, Go Kim Pyo, of K-dramas like Reply 1988, who plays the role of Oh Jin Sop, who is the serial killer in this K-drama. Yes, mga pamangkin, Bebe Boy Go Kim Pyo is the serial killer. And mga pamangkin, that was not even the most shocking part of the K-drama. Pag-usapan natin later yan. 
It also stars Kim Hyejun as Choi Choi Rang, who is a mysterious person who suddenly appears and starts helping Dongso in the K drama. Now, ang tagal kong inisip. <laughs> ang tagal kong inisip kung saan kung K drama na panood itong si Kim Hyejun. May, may pag-post pa ako eh. May pag-post pa ako para alalahanin lang without trying to go and Google. I mean, you know, I can easily Google it. Pero ayoko eh. Gusto kong i-challenge yung sarili ko. Gusto kong alalahanin kung saan ko nga ba napanood itong babaeng ito at bakit familiar siya. At naalala ko na nga po, siya pala yung creepy, sadistic queen doon sa K-drama na Kingdom. <laughs> Walang yung babaeng yan. Hanggang ngayon na, naalala ko pa rin talaga yung mukha niya. Habang, anyway... Yun na yun, sa kingdom na yun. So, the K-drama is only six episodes. So, kayang-kaya nyong i-binge watch ng isang upuan. Pero, wag nyong gawin, mga pamangkin. Okay? Wag. Hindi yan healthy. Wag nyo na akong gayain. <laughs> At saka, hindi ko rin naman ginawa yan dito. So, medyo nagpapakas, ano na ako, mature. Charot. Anyway, I feel that the K-drama is aiming for a second season. But, it has not been renewed yet. And uh, later, pag-usapan natin if I even feel that if it's worth, you know, a season two. Nax. <laughs> Feeling importante. But hey, this is my podcast. So, syempre, sino ba naman ang magbibigay sa inyo ng opinion kung hindi ako, di ba? So, ayun na nga. So, if you are, if this is your first time listening to this K-drama uh, podcast, this is your warning now that I am very much giving... <laughs> Mahilig po ako magpaulan ng spoilers. So kung hindi nyo beta mga spoilers, then skip nyo muna ang episode na ito. And check, maybe check other episodes of mine. Or check nyo na lang ito once nyo napanood nyo na itong K-drama. But if dead makayo sa mga spoilers and, and are interested to know the thoughts of a K-drama tita who hates horror, sci-fi K-dramas, then keep listening. Now, first thing I want to clear up, yes, this is a horror K-drama in a way, but I actually think it's more like a sci-fi psychological thriller. But that does not mean na di ako nakapikit on some scenes. Natakot din po ako, pero hindi naman kasi siya yung ano, ghost type of horror. Mas ayoko yung mga ganun. More of monster siya. So, still, something that I have tried to, you know, I would try to get away as much as possible. Kung hindi lang talaga for the sake of this podcast, hindi ko to papanoorin. <laughs> anyway, so it is more of a jump scare and the occasional nakakapanghina ng mga bloody and creepy scenes. So, yeah. So, kung hindi nyo bet yung mga ganun, huwag nyo itong panoorin, Okay. Kasi ilang beses po akong nanghina while watching this K-drama. It's only six episodes but I feel na para kong nag-jogging tapos umakyat ng bundok <laughs> while watching this K-drama. Pagod na pagod po ako. Emotionally, mentally. <laughs> tapos ingay, alam mo yung ano, yung feeling na parang pag na, may nakikita ka nakakatakot or nakakapanghina, parang naghihimatay-himatayan ka. Ganun po. Kasi ang siste Ito yung system mga kapamangkin. Every time the character of Jung Hae-in gets slashed or anyway hurt, his body reassembles. Like, he would be okay again as if nothing happened. He fell down from the rooftop of a high building. Tapos biglang, syempre, what do you expect? Pag nahulog ka sa rooftop, diba? Basag-basag yung bungo mo. And uh, madugo, and bali-bali yung buto mo. But then suddenly, yung, big, yung dugo parang vinacuum ulit papasok sa katawan. 
So may mga ganun. Tapos pag nasa-slash siya, tapos nag-an ulit, nag-dudikit ulit yung balat niya. Ay, nako, Diyos ko po. So many scenes na nakaka-ano siya, nakakapanghina. May scene siya na naputulan siya dito ng kamay. Okay? Naputulan siya ng tam- kamay. Kamays! <laughs> mga kamay niya. Yung dalawa niyang kamay, left and right. So mega danak nung dugo, syempre. And then suddenly, you would hear this creepy sound of like million of tiny bugs. Then worm-like things would come out of his body or kung dun saan man yung naputol, tapos would try to reconnect. I guess that's why it's connect. But it would try to reconnect with the other half of the body. So yung naputol na kamay, it tries to reconnect with the um, with the braso. I don't know kung anong English ng braso. Nakalimutan ko na. The arm. Yeah, anyway. So yun na nga. So, the sound of those creepy, parang tiny bugs talaga siya. Parang, uh, parang ako kina, kinikilabutan din ako. So, just recalling it is making me really weak. Nang, nang, ano pa rin ako, nandidiri pa rin ako. So, ilang beses po talaga ako nagimahimatayan dahil nakakapanghina talaga yung mga scenes. At ang creepy po talaga ng tunog ng mga laman loob na nagre-reconnect. That's one thing that talagang, well, in a way, nag-enjoy ako kasi talagang naging very effective. So, anyway, kung hindi ka naniniwala, panoorin mo yung K-trama. <laughs> So, yun na nga. So, that's the first creepy part of this K-drama. The second half involves the serial killing. And to be honest, it was actually fun to watch, you know, the cat and mouse um, chase between the cops and uh, Jung Hae against the serial killer and all those things. Pero yun nga. The second half of the series involves the serial killing. And let me just say that I am so conflicted with Go Kyumpyo in this K-drama. I, f- I feel that he was effective for his role as the dimo inakala na pumapatay pala type of serial killer. Like, you have seen Go Kyumpyo, right? In any of his K-dramas, his picture, he is always like the good baby boy. And his face, his baby face doesn't help as well in getting away from that baby boy Im- image, diba? That we all know and we all love. So watching him as a serial killer in this K-drama was so shocking to say the least. But I guess it makes him effective for the role because, you know, his character is also like the last person you would think to be killing people. He's a respected team leader in his big company, a clean-looking, white-collar worker who's very always prim and proper, parang ganun, so somewhat convincing and unconvincing and and a part of my brain just can't wrap around the idea that a baby face like him is doing all these despicable things but yun nga i guess that makes him effective for the role i, I don't know i'm still conflicted but being uh, him being a serial killer is not the most shocking part for me actually it's the fact that mga pamangkin our Gokunpyo, our baby boy, had a bed scene in this series. Bed scene. Oh my god, I am telling you now, para di na kayo mashak, because honestly, after watching that, I don't think I can go back and rewatch Reply 1988, which is a favorite K drama of mine, with the same loving eyes. Like, I was so scarred 
by this K-drama. I don't know if you can relate with me, but just imagine, let's say, si Park Yun Bin of Extraordinary Attorney Wu, who we love and adore. Baby, yung role niya, di ba, napaka-baby. Na talagang, it, yun yung image natin sa kanya. And then suddenly, imagine her doing something so much, so major change suddenly. Tapos, yeah, yun yung feeling ko eh. Para akong talagang shit. Yung bebe boy ko malaki na and doing bed scenes. Oh my God. Anyway, anyways, th- th- those were shocking. And after you get past those two shocking things about this K-drama with all those cleaning, killing and the image of Gulumpyo, you would see you are going to be left with just a K-drama. And unfortunately, you would see that the K-drama itself is lacking in so many ways. The story has so many holes, mga pamangkin. I had so many questions at the end of the K-drama. Kaya nga napacheck din ako eh. Napacheck ako kung baka may season 2 na hindi ko nakita or baka next month, next week. May season 2 na because there has to be a season 2. Kasi hindi lang siya hanging, confusing pa siya. I feel na, I feel dapat nga at least mga 10 episodes malang yung first season niya to make the screenplay. And you know, just the basic storytelling, okay. I'm, I'm not even asking it to be amazing. Maging okay man lang sana siya. Na para hindi hal, hindi parang three-fourths ng ng K-drama, ako yung nag-fulfill ng story. Just to convince myself na, yeah, this is an okay K-drama. Parang ganun. Parang, ah, ang hirap. Ang hirap mga pamangkin na ipagtanggol ng K-drama na ito. <laughs> Kaya I decided talaga na hindi na. Tigilan natin ang pagluloko. I, I love Jung Hae-in, I love Gokong Pio, but this K-drama is not it. It's not. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, let me continue in explaining my side, okay? Bago kayong magwala dyan. <laughs> okay, ganito yung kasi. Um, anyway, so I was... Where was I? So I was talking about yun nga, the episode. Um, I feel that it would have been so much better if maging 10 episodes siya. Para malang maging okay yung screenplay and just the basic storytelling of it. Um... Anyway, December, December pa siya release ng Disney, Disney Plus. Actually, October ata siya naging available, but it was originally released sa Busan as parang ganun, Busan International Film Screening something. But anyway, it was released on Disney last December. So, five months into it, still no update of a renewal. And honestly, if they continue with the way that they did the season one, I am so skipping this second half or season two. And it's not because it's a horror K-drama because honestly, di ako natakot. Di ako, nanghina ako in a way. Nakapap, pumikit ako and nanghina ako because of those creepy sounds. But then, hindi siya ghost thing in. So, hindi, hindi naman siya talaga nakakatakot. Pero mas natatakot kasi ako na mag-waste ng time watching it only to come to a conclusion na tama talaga ako from the fair, very start, na ang pangit talaga ng k-drama na ito. <laughs> ang hirap niya yung pangtanggol, pero sorry. I am so sorry, but this this is not it. This k-drama is not it. I just I just don't understand kung bakit a k-drama with roughly six hours couldn't even give us a hint of a villain origin story or even convince me that such elaborate killings and showcase of his killings 
can be done alone of a su- supposed supposed guy dying of cancer a lot of things does not make sense in this gay drama also like how can he afford it like the van the hideout the immaculate big condo wala man lang akong idea <laughs> tapos the story makes me believe makes me think na he's just like an ordinary team leader na siguro dahil nga wala siyang friends wala siyang hinahangout can keep you know maybe a good savings of his uh, salary to keep that condo pero to to still that is not enough for me to be able for you to ex, ex ano yung showcase eh i-showcase niya yung kanyang mga killings in such a very artistic way and elaborate, you have to be some kind of an executive or a CEO that has so much money or like a leader of a cult or even have like two people to work with you to help you carry out this killing. Kasi it does not make sense that someone who's dying of cancer is doing all of this alone, abducting people, killing them, doing all those despicable things and making those statues or, uh, oh my God. I, I can't, I can't. I can wrap my, my brain around it. And, you know, watching throughout the K-drama, waiting for that, you're just trying to convince them maybe there is a way. Maybe, ganun na lang. Ay, hindi ko alam. Nangihina ako. <laughs> now, giving it the benefit of the doubt that maybe all my questions will be answered by season two, but still, that was the worst storytelling. And if there was any other horror K drama on Disney, which there are none, for sure I would have tried those and dropped this K drama midway. Pero wala eh. So I was stuck watching it until the end of it for the sake of this mini series. To be fair, para lahat ng genre nakuha ko, meron na kong action, meron na kong rom com, meron din ako ngayon ng horror. Pero talaga ang hirap, ang hirap ng K drama na ito. And I feel bad for Jung Hae-in because this is another Disney Plus K-drama na di masyado pumatok. I have not seen Snowdrop, okay? So I can't comment on that. But with Connect, I can definitely see why not a lot of people are talking about it. I just, you know, I just thought that maybe not a lot of people didn't um, like horror movies. But now that I've watched it, I, I now understand that there's more to it. It's not because it's a horror series. It's because of the K-drama. <laughs> now, to be fair, okay, to be fair, the premise and the idea of Connect, uh, Connect Humans were so interesting. Talaga namang nakaka, napaka-interesting niya and really new to me. So it was exciting to watch it at the beginning. But no matter how great the CGI, which by the way is the saving grace of this K-drama, it still cannot cover up the fact that Connect is lacking in so many ways. I, I did enjoy the experimental cinematography, but somehow it just gave me the feeling that the director is a fresh grad who was so focused on trying to be different for trying to be different but forgetting that the key again to a good gate drama is a good storytelling and it's not a good storytelling it did not maintain the hype of the exciting premise it got boring so many loose ends so many questions oh my god so if i would rank connect on a scale of one to ten and ten being the highest i would give this a four Sadly, this is not your best Disney. 
I do not know who approved the whole story or screenplay, and I don't know how far this um, K-drama is from the original, because I think it was based on a webtoon again, and I don't know, probably the webtoon is so much better, but I don't know who approved the whole screenplay for this K-drama, but whoever that person is, please do better on the second season if there will be a second season, okay? Anyway, I am giving it a four star. One star for the CGI because, I, you know, like I said, it was one of the few things that went right with this K-drama. At least alam natin na may fans ang Disney, may pera tayo. <laughs> Another star for the music, sound effects, and cinematography rolled into one, which definitely helped in setting the mood and were refreshing to watch. I especially liked that particular scene on the last episode na medyo para silang pinag-connect and they were like sitting side by side with all this um, parang neon lights. I don't even know if it's like neon lights, but anyway, it's, it was very artistic, pero hanggang dun lang. <laughs> dun lang tayo. Anyway, and then one star for Go Kim Pyo, who was unconvincing and convincing as a serial killer. Um, I say this with love. He can definitely play the unknown psychopath, but not a full of rage psychopath. Like at the last episode when he was, you know, just killing people, he was not really convincing. I don't know if it's the hair or just the baby face or the overall aura ni Go Kim Pyo. Pero hindi talaga siya convincing as someone who would be like a slasher and killing all those people. Especially nga do sa last episode. Parang, oh, parang hindi, hindi eh, hindi eh. <laughs> parang ganun. And then the last star is of course for Jung Hae-in who has shown growth as an actor in this K-drama. I have seen him before when he was just supporting actor in so many of his previous K-dramas. And now that he is a lead actor or re- has the lead role... He did improve. I definitely can see that. But I feel that he would have been so much better had his character been well-written. Ang gulo din kasi ng character ni Jong Hee in dito eh. Kasi para siyang ano, poster boy for lonely people living in seclusion. Kasi nga nagtatago siya because of his condition, di ba? And dahil nga back then, people called him monster and kinatakutan siya. And that basically traumatized and scarred him for life. Pero somewhat... He was still friendly with strangers or other people. Like for me, my disconnect. <laughs> so hindi reconnect, hindi connect. Disconnect yung tragic background niya sa behavior niya at the present time. Kasi if you were traumatized of people finding out about your ability and being called a monster, wouldn't it make sense that you stay away from any human contact as much as possible? Pero hindi eh. She, he was friendly with that guy na nag, um, nagbabask. Tapos, he was friendly with other people, online. Parang sabi ko, huh? Saan galing itong pagiging friendly ni kuya mo? And also, I don't know if this will further be explained. If this will be further explained in the story or season 2. But I don't understand yet if it ha- he has some kind of killer instinct that comes with being a connect. That with the right trigger turns him from a weakling to some kind of a killing machine. Kasi biglang ang galing niya ng umilag, ang lakas niyang sumuntok. Na parang something changed pero again, it's just me again filling out something that could have been done by the story. Kung magaling ang pagkakastorytelling mo kuya, hindi talaga eh. 
Anyway, the K-drama ended with a super nakakabiting episode. So many unanswered questions, but definitely the question of will I watch season 2, I can already answer no. No, unless you pay me. <laughs> Bayaran. <laughs> Pero hindi, hindi pa rin. Hindi pa rin talaga eh. Ayoko talaga. Pero hindi, hindi talaga. Ayoko. Parang ang, it's, it's gonna be a waste of time. Especially kung ganun nga pa rin yung takbo ng pagkaka-storytelling. Panoorin nyo, tas balitaan nyo ako. <laughs> So Disney, this is not it. I don't know how it got past you, but all the amount of CGI can't save this K-drama. And I feel bad kasi may potential siya. Pero ang pangit ang talaga ng pagkakakwento, pagkakagawa. But that is it. Those are my thoughts about the Disney Plus horror, sci-fi, thriller, K-drama, Connect. Now, as for my final thoughts on about Disney Plus joining the race to be the top streaming sites for K-drama... I can definitely say that there's still so much room for improvement. Obviously, budget is the least of their worries as seen in the amazing set of K-dramas like The Big Bet and the CGI used in this K-drama, Tong Connect. But in terms of engaging K-dramas worthy to for, you know, binge watch, I can only count in one in my one hand the K-dramas that I, so far I've liked from Disney+. Plus. I have not seen everything, okay? Before you come for me, I have not seen everything. And also, we at North America don't have the same amount of K-dramas as you that are in the Philippines. So something, again, I don't understand why Disney. But with the K-dramas I've seen so far, a lot of them are just mid. Something na, yeah, it's okay, but then... There's no outstanding K-drama so far. Although Big Mouth, which is something that I did like from last year. Or was it this year? I kind of like Big Mouth. The first 15 episodes of it, I did love Big Mouth. It is available on um, Disney+. Plus, and that's one thing that I would, you know, maybe recommend that you check out. But the rest, I don't know. And you can just check on my other episodes about Big Met, Big Beth and, you know, Kids Six Sense if you want to check out my other findings. Yung, but, you know, so far, it, it's mid. Mga tipong kung wala ka talagang choice or gusto mo lang pakinabangan yung trial period na ibibigay sa'yo ng Disney, Disney saka mo lang siyang papanoorin yung mga k-dramas niya. But I'm pretty sure... You know, sooner or later, makukuha din ng Disney ang right group of people that will bring them the K-dramas that will get everyone talking and they would be able to get into that actual race. But right now, View and Netflix, malayong ang ano, lamang nila. Medyo matagal na din kasi sila eh. So, syempre, of course, milya-milya ang layo nila against Disney. Nakakasimula pa lang. Pero again, with the budget, I'm pretty sure it will be... Sooner, if not in the next couple of months. <laughs> but maybe if you had a better experience with a Disney Plus gay drama, you can let me know. You can let me know through any of my social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's all at Anyong Tita. And with that, thank you so much for joining me again for this mini series of mine that I have always wanted to do. So I'm finally done with it. Let me know your overall thoughts as well about Disney Plus um, as a streaming site. If you're loving it, are you subscribed to it? So let me know. And with that, good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars.
Samnida. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you want to be updated, make sure to follow the podcast, hit the notification bell, and also follow me at Anyong Tita on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you won't miss out on anything. And catch our weekly deep dive K-drama conversations every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast streaming platforms here at your favorite K-drama show with your favorite K-drama tita. Anyong tita! <laughs>